This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. So I'm here today on the Humerian Health Podcast. I'm with Beth Borum, who is the co-founder and director of Sustainable Faith Indie, also an author, retreat leader, and spiritual director. Thanks, Beth, for joining us. We love to have you on the program. Well, I'm delighted to be on your program. Thanks, Amy. Absolutely. So you are a lot of things, <laughs> as I just listed. <laughs> um, but in particular, we wanted to talk with you today about what it means to be a spiritual director. Um, we're doing a series of podcasts on different ways that people might connect with others to further explore who they are um, and get some guidance in their life and spiritual direction kind of came up on our top five list. And so that's kind of what we want to focus on today. Um, So maybe maybe just start off by talking to me about what a spiritual director is. What does it mean to to be a spiritual director? Sure. Well, I am so pleased that it actually came up on your top, you know, five uh, list because a lot of people have not heard about spiritual direction. They're not terribly familiar with it. Mm -hmm. But interestingly, it's been around a very long time, probably since the 3rd and 4th centuries. Oh, wow. However, yeah, there was a period of time when a lot of people from the Christian faith would uh, move into a desert environment, and people would come and visit them for counsel, and they began to offer spiritual direction. Um, Yeah, so it's been probably more um, practiced within the Roman Catholic Church or the Orthodox and Episcopal Church, and in the last maybe 20 or 25 years has become uh, more familiar within Protestant contexts. It's a wonderful ministry of um, listening. It is similar to pastoral counseling in that there is a spiritual component, although spiritual directors are not necessarily only from the Christian faith tradition. You could find a spiritual director from probably any world religion as well as even a, a person who may not be from a particular faith tradition but is simply Um, a companion for those who are on a spiritual journey. Okay. And a lot of it is, is, like I said, it's a a ministry of listening, holding space, creating a very safe, open, non-judgmental space for a person to come and bring something to the time that they feel is important, a place where they sense that God or the divine is engaging with them Mm -hmm. and they can process it in that space and a spiritual director listens prayerfully and also begins to ask some questions to help this person explore what it is that they're noticing, sensing, um, are aware of that's happening within them or within their life. And through that process, they're able to make a lot more sense of God's presence and action in their life and then respond appropriately. That's great. Interesting. So I'm curious then, what drew you into spiritual direction? Well, I began to meet with a spiritual director probably 15 years ago at least, maybe 15 to 18 years ago. And in part, I think it was, Uh, just noticing that there were some things going on in my life that I didn't know how to make sense of. Hmm. So I wasn't sure if I needed to see a therapist or a spiritual director. And then a friend of mine who was a trained spiritual director explained 
kind of the what happens with in spiritual direction and I thought really curious and attracted so she gave me the name of someone and I met with this person for about a year and found the way that she sat with me listened helped me process was really refreshing Hmm. part of the distinction with spiritual direction that I think is very unique is it isn't issue based so we're not looking for What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Where, why are the wheels falling off the bus of your life right <laughs> okay. now? Instead, we're really trying to pay attention to where God is active in your life. Hmm. What okay. are you hearing? Where does it seem like your life is being shaped and formed by the presence of God or the divine, however you want to refer to mm-hmm. um, that that sense that we have of uh, the the uh, presence of um, what is beyond us. Mm-hmm. So um, we help people pay attention to that. And through that noticing, they're able to respond more fully and open themselves to the work of God within them. Mm, okay. So what does a typical session or interaction look like? I mean, you've kind of touched on some things, but I mean, is this like like you sit together for hours and hours? Is it kind of like one hour, like a counseling session? I mean, kind of talk to me about just a, as a newbie, yeah. like what what might I expect if I had found a spiritual right. director and I was going to get started? Yeah. So um, generally the sessions are an hour. And they're for my clients, I meet with them each month at the same time, you know, like the third Wednesday of the month at 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they come to my our retreat center and we meet, um, you know, usually we begin by just kind of catching up with each other for a couple of minutes. And then I'll introduce a time of silence. And it can be as short as 30 seconds or it could be several minutes depending on what the person is really needs. Mm. During that time of silence, they sit and pray and ask God to help them know Uh, where to start and what it is they should bring to the time that would be important to talk about. Mm. So they'll, it's all their initiative. In fact, it's all about them. So it's, you know, it's about the only time in life when we get a full hour where it's all about (laughs) ourselves. That sounds lovely. Sounds pretty nice, right? (laughs) It (laughs) does. And honestly, uh, and maybe I'm the only one who will be listening to this podcast that feels this way, but also a little terrifying because silence frightens me (laughs) so I don't know if you Uh, if you work with folks that are I might be on the 30 second range I guess is what I'm saying (laughs) well everybody does have kind of a a different level of tolerance for silence but what we do notice is that people who uh, meet with a spiritual director over time begin to actually enjoy the silence Hmm. they find great comfort within themselves and with God and but it doesn't necessarily you don't start out that way so that is fine we we know that and we accept the fact and we really try to create a very nurturing comfortable warm environment so you can come as you are mm. and um yeah and even when it's all focused on yourself that can feel a little strange because we're just not used to that we want to you know, we want to, after somebody asks us a question, turn around and ask them one. That's right. a polite thing to do, right? right. Yeah, absolutely. Both in spiritual direction, we kind of, we don't uh, necessarily respond to questions that directees ask us. We probably deflect a little bit because 
we don't want them to feel like they need to take care of us or that there is any competition within the space that we're providing for them Mm -hmm. so that they can simply be free to share whatever is on their heart and mind and to sit with it in the presence of a loving companion and be able to talk about it. Mm, that sounds so it's great. a really, yeah, it's, even though it can sound very odd and uncomfortable, it's actually, um, I think, very nurturing for most people. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned earlier in the podcast that um, you found a spiritual director and you worked with them for about a year or so. Is that pretty typical, or do sometimes people work with their spiritual director for years and years, or kind of how does that work? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. And that person, I just met with her for a year, and then I saw a therapist. Oh, okay, <laughs> perfect. I needed to I needed to do some different work, and I recognized that. But since that time, I have I continue to meet with a spiritual director every month. Both my husband and I, um, who um, we're directors of Sustainable Faith Indy, which mm-hmm. is an urban retreat center in Indianapolis. We meet with our director once a month. And um, so, you know, generally, because spiritual direction is not like therapy, it's not um, based on an issue that's come up in our life. It is something you can offer someone for a long period of time. I have some people I've been meeting with. They're often called directees. I have directees that I've probably been meeting with for six or seven years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so, and it's just once a month. And what we think of it, we we compare it to something called a spiritual practice, which some people who are listening might be familiar with. But Mm -hmm. it's a spiritual practice that helps nurture our life in God and, um, so it's a once a, once a month time where you get to, you know, have someone help you sort out uh, what's going on with your life in God. Okay. And so what is a typical either fee structure or like range of cost that might be involved? Or is there a cost? I assume there's a cost. <laughs> I guess maybe I should have started with that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that's a that's a good question, and actually you're right in the in the sense that there are some directors who don't charge. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they don't have the need to charge, or that for them personally they just don't feel that it is appropriate to. Then there are others who have um, a, just a set fee. My husband and I have a set fee mm-hmm. at sixty five mm-hmm. for a session, so it's generally about probably half of what you would pay for most therapists. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so that, I would say the r- range is generally between 50 and 75, although there might be a few that are under and a few that are over. Okay. And then I do think there are some who have more of like a, a sliding scale or um, you can make a donation of what you are able to pay. Mm, okay. So it's there's a fair, quite a, a significant range. Yeah, which is, I think, pretty typical with some of the other folks we've spoken with, executive coaches and counselors. And, I mean, it kind of depends on the market and their areas of expertise and kind of where they are in their own life and what, you know, why they're doing what they're doing. So that makes that makes right. a lot of sense. Yeah. So, so yeah. if someone were considering working with a spiritual director – whether in the Christian faith or outside of the Christian faith, how, how would they go about finding someone like that? Right. Um, I would 
probably the first recommendation I would make is that there's an organization called SDI, which stands for Spiritual Directors International. Mm-hmm. You can go online and look up SDI, and then they have directors that you can um, contact um, through the website, and they're um, listed by location. So you can find the state where you live and some directors, and generally they will also have a, a brief description of who the person is and what faith tradition they're from. Okay. So Spiritual Directors International, uh, you know, if you participate in that organization, you can come from any variety of faith traditions. There's a, another Christian, uh, predominantly or exclusively Christian Spiritual Directors Association called ESDA, which is Evangelical Spiritual Directors Association. And that's another organization where you can get a list um, of directors. And then I would say um, you can contact. uh, Sometimes your your pastors within your church or if you live near a monastery or convent, um, Mm -hmm. often they will have resources. They can direct you to directors. Okay. And I would be more than happy if somebody wants to reach out to me. They would be. They could find me very easily just through my name. I've got a website as well as Sustainable Faith Indies website, and we're always making referrals for people around the country. We're part of a network of spiritual directors, and we can generally um, kind of head you in a good direction for you know, okay. names. Great. Yeah. And your website, bethborum.org. We will put that in our podcast notes for our listeners so that they know how to reach out to you. And also the sustainable faith indie, um, website as well. That way folks right. that are driving their kids to school or whatever, listening to this podcast, don't have to like scramble for a piece of paper. <laughs> they can get it out uh-huh. of the notes. That's a, yeah. That's a good idea. Great. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about spiritual direction today. Is there kind of any last thought or anything we didn't cover that you think is important for folks to know um, relative to sort of getting started down this topic? Well, you know, the thing that occurs to me, Amy, is that um, we have noticed that spiritual direction is probably most meaningful for people who are at the midpoint of life or beyond. Hmm. And it's not, there are certainly exceptions to that. But generally, people who find spiritual direction really helpful are usually at a place in life where they've begun to reflect a little more deeply about what's going on on the inside of me. Hmm. And how can I make some sense of um, who I was created to be? and how I can more fully embrace and become that person. So, um, yeah, I would say if if those kinds of things are starting to register, then spiritual direction might be a wonderful opportunity uh, to help you grow and become a more whole person, which I understand to be the mission of your organization. Yes, very much so. We love being able to bring different perspectives and different folks together to share with our audiences, you know, things that it's, you know, there's always something that you learn that you think, man, I wish I would have known that 10 years ago or whatever. And maybe 10 years ago you heard it, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't the right time. But to the extent that we can, you know, share people's messages and share out um, different resources and tools and and ways to help people really truly live into the fullness of themselves um, and be well in life and, and 
do what they're called to do. I mean, that's really what we're about. So I do definitely mm, appreciate you taking right. the time to, to share with us a little bit more about what spiritual direction is. And like I said, we'll put some notes together um, that folks can then read and get your website and different things if they want to get in touch. So we really do appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. You are so welcome. It was my pleasure. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. 